Yeah, what's it's good? Only, it's only two fourths of the game. It is, it is, but we just gonna keep it small and light for for the audience. Small and light for the audience. Uh, so, Khalil, Skins, we'll, we're gonna do a full one, full podcast. But we're gonna do a little mini clip for for everybody real quick. Um, DJ, what what's your take on Scottie Pippen just saying Phil Jackson is a racist, bro? Uh, I think Scottie Pippen is tripping, man. I think he first of all he needs to relax because what he's gonna do is get himself blackballed out of the sports world. When you you can't come for greats of that game of the of the sports world, and Phil Jackson is a great. Like no matter what he personally feels about him, you can't do that and then call yourself still trying to have like some type of media career because Phil mm-hmm. Jackson's name is high rank inside of the sports community. Um, he's coach Kobe Bryant, obviously, uh, Michael Jordan, uh, Shaquille O'Neal. He was the president and GM in uh, uh, basketball operations in New York. Just you just can't come at somebody who's that um, who's that solidified into the sports world and then just think it's gonna be cool. I think one, he needs to apologize as fast as he can. That way, you still you still got time to rectify it. And then also, mm-hmm. I just um, I think he's just dealing with a lot of stress outside of whatever it is he's going through, like in, in his personal, like whatever it is from the sports world, he's dealing with a lot of stress in his personal world. You know, his, uh, unfortunately his son tragically passed away earlier this year. Um, yeah. Like all out of like a sudden death, um, which would be hard for any parent to deal with. You know, I don't know the oh, truth. Yeah. None of us know the truth behind it. No. But the rumors are, the stories and articles read that him and his son didn't really see eye to eye. Um, so obviously that if they were on bad terms at the time of his son's passing, obviously that's something else that can really, really bother him. You know what I'm saying? Um, his ex-wife messing with all these athletes and, and celebrities while she was with him. Oh, and when they divorced can't be, can be good for his, uh, for what he's dealing with for his for his mental space right now so i really just think he having like a middle age athlete crisis breakdown honestly and it's that that was gonna that was gonna be my next question to you because you gotta keep in mind it it almost feels like he's almost held this in for so long so it's like why now why now especially yeah like it, it just doesn't feel right like phil Jordan, Pippen, that, that's the trio right there. Unless right. you want to do Phil, Kobe, Shaq, you know, and so forth. But I, I don't know how to take it. Like he does he doesn't look he doesn't look okay to me. Like he looked like he was out of it. Uh when when he was doing the interview, he was kind of slurring his words. But I honestly I I couldn't even get through the whole thing, man. It 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 it, it threw me off. So see I haven't I haven't even watched it. I listened to the uh like audio version of it. And uh, he didn't oh, sound. Oh, bro! No video, video. He didn't sound. Okay. He didn't sound, yeah. he didn't that sound video. Like he headspace. And then, like, I don't know. We don't. Obviously, we don't know what happened. But like, he's not at ESPN no more. Um, you know, he used to be on the jump all the time. He's not on there no more. Mm. He's not on none of the shows. And then it's like, as of the last two, 
uh, one to two weeks, you just been saying like a whole bunch of reckless stuff. It seemed like he's trying to become relevant. I would say he has a podcast maybe coming out or he has something that he's launching soon because I can tell that he's trying to get his name in headlines as the last couple of weeks. Like clearly you saying stuff like um, Michael Jordan ain't the greatest and uh, like um, oh my God. only player to ever win a ring. Um only player ever to win a ring. What do you say? Something like only only superstar to ever win a ring alone. Or he said LeBron won a ring alone, is what he said. That's exactly and what he, he said. And he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. Obviously, the whole world know he didn't. LeBron has had two superstars with him at every championship run he's ever had. So that's just first of all. But he's I think honestly. And we were talking about this before we start recording. I think a lot of this stems from um, this man hates Michael Jordan. I think he's super, 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 super jealous of the role that Michael Jordan played in their dynasty. And I think that secretly, deep down, he wants to be Michael Jordan. Like he wants that spotlight. Because you sitting, you calling Phil Jackson a racist because he drew up a last play for somebody who was a better shooter than you. Like, that's the sad yeah. part of this thing. He's still not even realizing why the play wasn't called for him. That's 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 the mental barrier he's having. He's still that, thinking- That's over, like, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, you know? Yeah. So it's like... He's, he's still thinking that Phil Jackson called that play because he has something personal against him. No, Phil Jackson is one of, if not, the greatest basketball coach of all time. He was calling a play for the better player in that situation. Yes, Scotty Pippen, right. you are a better overall player than Tony Kukoc. If there is a last second play and I need a shot and I'm picking between Tony Kukoc and Scotty Pippen, I'm going with Tony Kukoc 10 times out of 10. He is a better shooter than you. But the fact that Scotty Pippen still taking it so personal lets me know that um, – it's just he wanted to be Michael Jordan when Michael Jordan retired. He wanted that role. He, you know had, I mean? he has a lot of an- animosity, a lot of animosity. Right. And it sounds like, ultimately, it sounds like he blames Phil Jackson for him never becoming Michael Jordan. So my, my, what, what doesn't make sense to me is you're a six-time NBA champion, you're enough. a Hall of Famer. I, honestly, I'm not going to lie. You are associated with one of the greatest basketball players of all time, and you're considered as one of the greatest basketball player in your own right. No, all right. Why does right. it need to be relevant? Definitely. What, like, Definitely, we can go ahead and say right. Scotty Pippen is definitely one of the greatest um, two-way players, defense, and oh, he's one of the greatest top five two-way players of all time. For but something happened, all. and I think I obviously I, I don't want to belittle the the death of his son. I, that that's a big factor. Right. I also want to mention, you know, the whole Larson Pippen situation. But I think something happened once the world got to see the last dance. And, and you no, talked yeah. about it earlier before we recorded. You know how how that documentary kind of depicted him mm-hmm. dur- during you know the the runs, but. Listen, for, for him to just back. I don't think he liked the way it clearly – because let's let's truly think about it. 
today's kid didn't watch the Bulls. So the only no. thing the average person who's not a super serious sports head knows about those 90s Bulls teams is that there was Michael Jordan and then there was his sidekick, Scottie Pippen, and everybody else fell in line. I don't think he liked the way or maybe maybe he wanted that that documentary to show it like, hey, I was equally as important as Michael Jordan. But he has to remember one thing. That was Michael Jordan's documentary, bro. Why would he depict you now, as hold his? On. Now, now let now let me ask you. Obviously, DJ, did did you see the the whole documentary? Yeah, yeah, last dance, yeah. Okay, let let me ask. Did did you feel like Pippen didn't get a fair shake in that documentary? So it's it's hard because I remember those times, and I remember how loved by fans and just by I remember how good Scottie Pippen was in a sense like yeah. I remember you know what I'm saying I remember in that moment how good he was yeah he wasn't Michael Jordan but he was good so it's hard for me yeah. to say he didn't get a fair shake because they didn't like basketball wise they didn't really say or show nothing that wasn't actually true as far as basketball on the court now I don't I don't want to say I don't think he got a fair shake but I don't I don't think he would like the way that it made him look financially, um, his financial smarts. I don't think he liked the way, you know, that that whole contract situation, like, oh, he, he negotiated. That's why I brought that up. You know, I don't I really don't think he liked the way that portion of the uh, documentary made him look. It really made him look stupid. It made him look like a dumbass. Like, if we're being honest, like, why would you do that? But you were right. But he so was. Right. He was. Right. So it's like so so once again, they really didn't say or do anything that wasn't true. I just yeah. don't like, I just he liked Scotty it. Scotty was Scotty was giving us the story. He was giving us the back the backstory on that. Nobody else was. So right. that's on him. Right. Even in the documentary so, he was, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. That, that, that's the only re- that's the only reason why I asked that because everything else made seem like he was still in the good light. But once he brought up the injury and how he didn't want to play, he wanted to, you know, get more money and all that. Like, that's on you. That's on yeah. you. I think truly, bro, he dealing with I don't I don't mean to cast this on him like this, but he's dealing with some demons that he has to uh overcome. I, I truly feel bad for him because we live in a world now, man, where what he's doing is only gonna spiral downward. You know what I'm saying? Like and he's he thinks that this is a sad part. The the most recent interview he did was on the Dan Patrick show, right? He yep. thinks he thinks Dan Patrick is on his side. Like what he has to realize is Dan Patrick is a media person, bro. He wants you to go up there and dig the biggest grave you can on his show. He's gonna invite you to do so. Hey, I'm gonna be honest. I. I'm a little sour on Dan Patrick because oh, he could have sure. handled his questions better. Like sure. he, I think, I think he was kind of. Uh, I'm not gonna say leading Pippen, but I don't let's know. Let's, I, let's, I'll, let's, I'll put up a clip. Put I'll, put up, I'll put up a clip that, so people can hear. But right. that was Scottie Pippen's team. But but Scottie Pippen and, was but, but, on pace to be an MVP that year, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, why would you put him in a position? not to be successful. 
Why wouldn't you put him in a position to succeed? Michael Jordan is not there. So who's next in line for you? But if you talk to Phil about this, because by saying a racial move, then you're you're calling Phil a racist. I don't got a problem with that. <laughs> do you think Phil was or is? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, do you remember Phil Jackson left the Lakers, went, wrote a book on Kobe Bryant, and then came back and coached him? I mean, who would do that? You name someone in professional sports that would do that. But I didn't like that. I wasn't following that. And let's also put it this way about that. I'm not going I'm not going put nothing on him that I don't know about him personally to say as a fact. However, right. That interview looked mighty set up. And let's put it this way. Dan Patrick knows what he's doing in that light. He could he knows how to say three words and get someone like Scottie Pippen who's vulnerable right now to tell it all. He knows how to ask one question, two questions and get somebody like Scottie Pippen and what he's dealing with right now to tell it all and make himself look bad. So, but that doesn't help Scotty's case when he's in the depression, I'll say it, in the depression that he's in right now. It doesn't help his case. So, doesn't, you know. know. Right. Prayers to him, man. He's he's we, too we he's too He's too much of a great to uh let this be the way that his uh legacy comes to an end. I think you know he just I mean? needs to stay off of social media and just just get get his house get his house in order, you know, get however that, that may be. However that is, get hey, his house in order. However that looks, get your house in order, bro. And that and stay order. off social media, stay off of these ESPN shows, stay off of these podcasts. Like just and and number one, um, Jordan not thinking about you, bro. Let that go. Y'all won no. rings together. He's not Jordan is running a franchise right now. <laughs> he's not worried about you. And also, I think, and this is real quick, I think he's like I said it and I'm gonna say it again. I think he's jealous of the way that their careers went in their post career. Like, look at Michael Jordan. He has this successful shoe line, he's like this successful billion gazillionaire. He runs a he owns a franchise. That's not how we and see what, Scott. Pippen. And Pippen went to the uh the Blazers. And what happened there? You went to the Blazers, you went to the uh the, I wanna say the Rockets, you went to the Rockets. There was another team. Could be wrong. Did he go to the Rockets? I think he went to the Rockets. Could be wrong, but I think he went to the Rockets. Well we'll we'll, we'll let the fans check on that. Fans, let us know. Let us know. And then, uh yeah, and then um it's just look at the way his post career is going you know what i'm saying like i think he would much rather see himself in a michael jordan type role right now that's all i agree i agree Did you see the nfl commercial they put up today i'm gonna have to sound bad on this man i'm gonna have to sound hold on bad. before you before you, before you do your take i have to tell the fans okay we right. have no beef with it it's just how it was displayed we're gonna get into it but we have no problems with the message. No problems at all. If that makes sense. Um, okay. DJ, go um, ahead. Go ahead. Because I got my take. By telling the fans exactly what happened. So the NFL released a uh, like a commercial or whatever it is, uh, video, message, whatever, and it's supporting the LGBTQ r plus i want to say and i'm not being funny i'm definitely trying to make sure i got that right um if i'm wrong 
highly okay. apologize. Um, he's uh, they're so they're trying to send a message to say they send you know to say since Carl Nassib came out as a gay man, they're trying to mm -hmm. say hey the NFL backs this which. Let's let's be clear. That's totally fine if they back that. No one has a problem yeah. with that. No. However, to say the NF to I don't want to say to say the NF like I don't like the wording, man. Like I don't know how to get around this without trying not to be politically correct. So I just gotta say it. I don't like the wording. Like the wording is totally off. There, you should not say. And this is this is my opinions. Obviously, I don't run a, a billion dollar organization to say what I what they should really do, but I think you're trying to cater to a portion of a community that doesn't even pay attention to you. Let's just call it what it is. Out of the billions and millions of fans of NFL, I'm not saying that there's not gay fans. However, if you lined up a hundred gay men, I highly doubt. 50 of them watch football. I'm going to just say this. So one thing is NFL fucked up. They dropped the ball on this. And the reason why is because they could have advertised this 10, 15 years ago when I guess fans, maybe the league, the world was acceptable of, you know, gays or buys or however you want to identify into the NFL. Second thing I want to say is, why are you bringing up all these messages, lesbians, transgenders? I think I think you're sending the wrong. Like I get the idea, but you're bringing attention to people that maybe don't want that attention. Another thing, how are you going to say you welcome and you're here for everybody? How about you focus on domestic abuse? <laughs> like, don't you right. got a lot of that going on in the NFL right now? A lot of these domestic abuse, like that one case with the uh, the black girl and the, uh, Miami the white girl, right? right. The Seahawks. Right. You know what? You know what's so terrible about that entire situation? We don't know his name. That's the most terrible part about that entire situation. The fact we, me and you, right now, do not know his name, but we know the situation. Mm -hmm. Had that been any of our black athletes, we would know his name. Because they would talk about it through every single day. Bro, they still running stories on Deshaun Watson. The man ain't been accused of nothing. The man ain't been charged with nothing. Hell, I don't even hear the women complaining no more. Yet, uh, first take, uh, uh, undisputed, uh, first things first, all these shows that come on ESPN and Fox still find ways to talk about Deshaun Watson, yet you got a white man who beat the living life out of this black girl and made her get on her knees and beg to not die. I'm I'm saying. And 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 that's not that's not that's no type of hate crime. That's that's not he didn't do that because she black and he's white and he wasn't trying to say like bow down to your master. I got another one. I don't, even, I don't even know if dude in jail right now. I don't think he's in jail. And I don't know his name. Oh, bro, if, if he ain't in jail. I don't I don't think he's in jail. I literally don't think he's in jail. I don't know his name to, to look him up. That's that's the crazy part. We I'll try to look it up as we're talking, but like okay. we really Okay. So let, let me get off this uh bombshell while you do that research. 
So another thing I want to clarify is for the NFL to say they support all these different types of, uh, you know, binaries and all that. I don't see a lot of focus on domestic violence, like I mentioned. However, where the fuck is the support for Colin Kaepernick? Like you, you out, you out here doing all this, trying to bring awareness, trying to bring the sponsors in, and all this, trying to get more endorsements for the fucking league, but you still don't appreciate. Nor have we ever heard an actual apology for the way that they treated Colin Kaepernick. Like right. I'm, I'm off it. Like. I don't watch NFL that much anymore just because of that. I hate to say that. I'm a big Denver Broncos fan, but for them to just treat Cap like this all these years later, and let's be honest, a lot of us forgot about it. We moved on. We went back to sports. The whole world moved on. But if you really really dig into the science of it, the NFL is no longer just like a sport league. It's a fucking corporation. It's a money-marketed machine. Right. They have to they make billions and millions or however dollars every single day off of us, the fans, the players, all that. And here's the the coldest part of that all, you bringing up Cap, right? And I got I got his name. I'm I'm going to I'm going to bring it up in just a second. Um uh, after we after I say this. But um So, this is is it's real the NFL is real funny how they work, right? So, Basically, the entire the entire ad that the NBA and the NFL ran all 2020 was Black Lives Matter, Black this, Black that, Black this, right? Stop killing, stop killing us. They helped us run these ads last year, right? Boom. Where were these ads? Why, why couldn't y'all run this when when like cuz the the same thing y'all pushed and promoted all last year is basically just what Kaepernick was asking for. Yeah. So where was the support to get behind him? Like, this is what I'm talking about. The NFL is reactive, not proactive. They could have, they could have that everything they did last year, as far as the BLM movement and and um, trying to help black people and black communities and bring awareness to cops, white cops killing unarmed black men. Mm-hmm. They could have did that in 2016, but they were scared of what they advertisers thought. But in 2020, the advertisers was on board. Why? Because the whole goddamn world was on board with fake caring for black people last year. Because if you didn't, everybody thought you were, like, if, as a company, if you didn't get behind that last year, you were considered, like, people was looking at you funny. So it was easier to just pretend for a year. Now, you don't see all these ads no more. I don't see nothing the same way that I seen last year. And it is not a problem that should have only been for one year. That's something that should continue. All I'm saying is don't don't fake it to me. Y'all could y'all had an opportunity to be real about it with Cap, but y'all chose not to. Y'all mm-hmm. chose not to. Y'all chose to look the other way. And personally, I feel the same way with the with this whole, you know, Carl Nassib situation. Y'all had a real opportunity to act like you care and to act like you're accepting with Michael Sam. But you wasn't. You weren't. Just call a spade a spade. The NFL wasn't accepting to gay men. Maybe maybe inside of the locker rooms they were because dude said his teammates know and all this other stuff. Maybe. But publicly. And why? Because their advertisers wasn't ready to deal with it yet. So now 
They're pretending to care. Trust me, the care that they had into, uh, for, for Michael Sam is the same care they got for Carl Nassib. Guess what? The spotlight is bigger. So now we have to pretend that we care. We don't really give a, sh give a care. I, I can't, unfortunately, my daughter's listening. I can't cuss. We don't, they don't really care. But if they don't pretend they care right now with Carl Nassib, you look funnier in the light. So it's just pay attention, man. Like, like people have opportunities to show that they really care, but they don't. And then they use other opportunities to pretend to care because you have to. And if you don't at that moment, you look worse. So that's that's what I got on that. But um, so this 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 monster, this this thug, this this um, angry man who beat this young lady, this monster who should not be allowed into society. His his name is Chad Wheeler. We should have knew that, but we didn't. And um, wow, he forced his fingers down her throat before strangling her unconscious. Gigi. Like, come on, fam. Come on, fam. I'm trying to find all I can find right now is that he's he's charged with um, a whole bunch of uh, with 27. I think it's a 27 charges. He faces 27 charges. But I don't see anything that says he was charged, that says he was sentenced, that says he's been, he's in prison. The man, last I see is he asked the judge to allow him to move to Hawaii. Right. Wait, the nerve didn't even ask that though, right? <laughs> like, it's crazy, man. So it's just, that's the differences we're dealing with. And uh, we'll leave it there. All right, so we gonna we gonna sign off officially. We we gonna we gonna officially call this the bonus episode for y'all. But thank you, thank you, thank you for being patient thank with us. Make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe, all that all good stuff. You know, if you got friends that love sports just like we do. Hey, show show them our episode. Tell them to subscribe. Tell them to review. Oh, tell them we have audio version so they can listen to us on the go. You know, we here. We like to talk our ish. That's what you're not called. I'm done. You, you do not only that, right? man, real quick, I say this platform, we coming together uh, as just regular Joe Smoles who love sports, period. We want our sports takes out there. Hell, why Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman get to say what they want to say and everybody listen to them? Well, hell, I want somebody to listen to me. I got good takes just like them. Period. I've been watching sports 25, 30 plus years. I'm 31. I've been vividly remembering watching sports since three years old. So, hey, man, we just want our takes out there, too, for the uh, likes, comments, subscribe, share. And, hell, if you're a passionate fan, get in the comments. Hey, maybe you can come on the show and tell us tell us about your favorite team. Come argue your favorite team. Come come tell us why your favorite team finna win a Super Bowl or, or finals. Period. But on that note... This has been another episode of Talk Your Ish with only two-fourths of the crew. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but we had to make it do what it do. We appreciate y'all for watching. Yes. And we out.